0: Lifeway Leadership. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network.
1: This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast, hosted by Lifeway. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vanoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are talking specifically about how to be a community-minded pastor. Now, why is this important, in your opinion? Well,
1: I truly believe to be a kingdom-building pastor, you've got to be a community pastor. You, you, um, you've got to... Uh, got to know the community. You got to love the community, and the community needs to know that you love them. And that's so much more important today than probably ever in my ministry. When you know, in the what the '60s, '70s, '80s, we could build these great programs and buildings, and people just showed up. We know that doesn't happen anymore. Yep. And and so you got to be you got to be active in the community, so the community sees you and knows you. Um, one of my favorite stories is is um, when I uh, I was a runner and running in the streets of Lexington, Kentucky, and it was I was new to the city, but one of the first months I was there, I was running downtown and saw the a uh, uh, historical marker for this old house, and it was the the first house in Lexington was built for a Presbyterian pa- uh, pastor, wow. and I thought that's that used to be the pastor was was welcome at. Uh, the corner of 5th and Main you know yeah, right. or the downtown in the public square we don't necessarily have that voice anymore and we got to change in order to reach a community we got to we got to change our role for the in the community i, I believe and so and and you know channel all the ones we do focus on leadership a lot this is the one we probably get pushback if we're going to because some would say i was too involved in in communities um even people in the church, saying, you missed the the um, chili cook off because you were at a community event, you know? Mm. Uh, but I really believe this is a a part of leading in a in a church today. Um, years ago, I was um, uh, before I was even a pastor jeremiah twenty nine seven kind of greatly impacted me. The verse says, "And work for the peace and prosperity of this city where I sent you into exile." Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare, and that really shaped a lot of how I uh, I saw my role as a pastor, as a community leader, um, and you know it probably uh, uh, another story, quick story of how this impacts uh, all of us. I was I was president of United Way years ago uh, in another city, and I was in the a business leader. I was um, helping to um, – uh, but I was president of United Way, and we needed to get United Way to another level in terms of our revenue, in terms of what we were able to raise each year. So I brought together community leaders from across the community mm-hmm. and uh, business leaders and, and um, uh, presidents of universities and things like that and just said – Okay, and, and brought in a facilitator. And we just started having conversation around how do we get United Way to a new level? Uh, and one of the leading business guys, I mean, this is a guy everybody knew, respected, and, and loved, stood up and said, I can, we can solve this and go home today. All we need to do is close about half of these blankety-blank churches. He said, all they do is pave parking lots, take from the community, and they never give anything back. Wow. That was 25 years ago. And, uh, you know, when churches were more popular than they are today and, and I tried to defend my church because I was a deacon and, you know, I'm like, we do a lot of good things. I was a lone voice in that room 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. but something inside of me said to me, well, if I was pastoring a local church, you wouldn't say that about our church. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know the Lord works in in crazy ways, but that Jeremiah twenty nine seven was happening about the same time, and I and it just like man, we're going to be a church that invest in the community, yeah. And and I I would say we've been in uh, some some fast growing churches, and the Lord has blessed. A, and and I've I've been asked, how did you make that happen? How the biggest thing I could say is. We try to change our perception in the community.
0: Hmm. Well, somebody might be listening to this, and they're they're even hearing you talk about the why, and they're going, "Okay, I I understand where you're coming from in that. That might be something I want to step into." Now, the the question is, how? Yeah, <laughs> how yeah. can a pastor, a ministry leader, or maybe just somebody who is you know in their community, how do they become a community builder?
1: Well, let's talk about some. Uh, there's uh, you know, as always, going to be a list. Uh, I think there's <laughs> there's uh, seven of these, but the first one is this no key leaders, no key leaders in the community. Um, you know, and, and, and that's just simply reaching out to them. I've shared this before where uh, I try to know the highest level I can in police, uh, cause police have a pulse on the needs of the community. You know, where are the real trouble spots and where can the church best invest schools? Obviously schools have a huge impact and need our help and welcome our help. That's the crazy thing is they will most school systems, even in I've talked to pastors in even the most anti-church communities will welcome that kind of help mm-hmm. uh, schools, government, because, again, government affects so much of who we are. Uh, and then um and then the last one is the business community, because obviously the marketplace impacts so much of the community as well. And so I want to get to know the highest level I can in all of those. Um, if you can't get to know the mayor, get to know a city council representative or, or, or somebody like that. But get to know the highest level you can. Just go to lunch with them. Buy their lunch and say, hey, we're I, I'm trying, I want to make a difference. I want our church to make a difference in the community. How can I help? Go with a set of questions. Don't waste their time. Mm-hmm. But uh, – but, but get to know them. Some of my best friendships have formed that way, where we literally just got to know a very specific example, the police chief at the time, you know, and became uh, our best friends. We're, we're going to hang out with them for Thanksgiving, you know. So uh, it, uh, it, it I, and I'm not even saying that's where you get to eventually with all those, and may not even want to, but getting to know the key leaders in the communities.
0: Yeah. You mentioned, you know, reach out via, just have a lunch, buy their lunch, buy their coffee, whatever it may be. Are there any other ways that you would recommend? Because somebody might hear that and go, how in the world am I going to get to know the police chief? How am I going to get to know a city councilman? Right. Any any just other practical tips of how to get to know key leaders?
1: Well, again, um, you know, it, it may not be the the, the mayor. You're yeah. in a city of, uh, you know, I'm in Nashville now. <laughs> I'm probably not going to get to know the mayor necessarily. Yeah. But my council person that represents where i live i'm a voter you yeah. know so they they will get to know me uh uh they know that um and in fact if it's a politician they know i impact or have the ability to influence voters now i'm very uh nonpartisan as a pastor i i have a part of, you know i have political um leanings and I have beliefs and I vote and all those sort of things, but I'm not, I, that, I don't carry that into my pulpits. I'm not going to get up and champion for somebody or anything like that. At the same time, people ask the pastor, who should I vote for? And politicians know that. So you, you can get to know your city council person. Yeah. You may not be able to get to the police chief, but stop a policeman on the side of the road and say, hey, I'd just love to ask you some questions, you know? So as high a level as you can, get to know them. And, and the other thing I would say to that is... You, you might need to um, um, get connections to connect you. So if you've got a, a a business leader in the church or somebody that works for a business, hey I'd love you you work for that company and that that's a leading business person in our church. would you see if he'd have 15 minutes for me sometime you know so I, don't be afraid to ask for a connection hmm. to get connected to somebody. Yeah that's helpful. What about number two? Listen to concerns and do that with these leaders but do it with everyone always be listening for what are the concerns in the community that could be uh, at, at a school meeting could be at a grocery store at a barbershop, but just be aware what are the what are the things that people are concerned about most in this community where are the things that where are the tensions what are the what are the opportunities because you're trying to find ways the church can make a difference can make a tangible real difference uh, we did this uh, in when I met with the mayor of, of Lexington I said mayor where, where could we help he quickly identified three things mm-hmm. he said uh, early childhood development fatherless homes and um, and um, homelessness he said those are the three leading issues speak into any of those and you'll make a great difference okay well he set set me up for yeah. something there you know he gave me uh, and so we began to press in. We we decided to press into not homelessness because there were lots of ministries that did that. So we just gave m- money to those ministries that were already doing the work. But early childhood development, yeah, we could press into that. Um, father's Home, yeah, we can press into that. So be, th- that gave us almost some mission work, you know, to to do for the community.
0: That's That's really helpful. Let's face it, you didn't become a pastor to be an accountant, and you didn't attend seminary to learn about software. Still, managing money is crucial for any thriving organization, which means if you're doing anything wrong, then you're risking the financial health and viability of your church. Thankfully, our friends at Belay know this well. Belay, an innovative staffing solution with over 10 years of experience serving churches, has successfully matched thousands of organizations with experienced, U.S.-based virtual bookkeepers, virtual assistants, and social media strategists. And they are offering all of our podcast listeners a free download of their resource, Five Ways a Church Bookkeeper Can Transform Your Day, which shares the five most positive changes that will come out of hiring a bookkeeper for your church. So just text LIFEWAY to 55123, that's L-I-F-E-W-A-Y to 55123 for your free download. And if you do so, you will be one step closer to reclaiming precious time every week. To do what only you can do now back to the podcast what about the next one the,
1: the third one is love what they love um you know i i've seen pastors bash their community online that's that's foolish in my opinion you you, you can talk uh, against community concerns uh, but do that without bashing the community that's where you live as well and so Be really careful, even on social media, on, um, uh, you you know, of of just bashing the community. This is people's home. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is where they live. Uh, This one gets me in trouble a lot of times. But, you know, when I moved to Lexington, Kentucky, and our church, you just were mentioning to me, you were just by there. Mm -hmm. Our church was less than a mile from the university. Yeah,
0: you guys are right beside it. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Man embrace that culture you know it, it I, I don't it doesn't mean i can't still root for tennessee it doesn't mean i can't root for another team if i want to but man i needed to embrace kentucky blue because that was that's what they love and i mean they really love it you know they <laughs> oh, like they yeah. really really do yeah and and so you know love what they love when i was in a military town um, the, the more knowledge i had about military and protocols and if if a, somebody said yeah i'm in the uh, i'm in the uh, um, fifth squad you know a battalion I, I knew a little bit more about what that did i knew they probably were involved with black hawks and are you a pilot or do you work around playing? you know so just knowing some of that endeared me to the people because okay he knows a little bit about me it's, it's the same you would do when you went to a mission field and if, if you're going to to Haiti or you're going to Brazil or you're going somewhere and you know anything about their language and a little bit about their culture, it just, wow, they know me. I'm known. Mm-hmm. And so love what they love.
0: And just hearing you talk, it's just, it's intentionality. It's mm. it's going out of your way to find ways to connect with people in yeah. the community and being in, like, like well, we're talking about all of this, being in the community and just trying to figure out learning who people are, loving them, as you would want to love yourself. That's right. So that's just very helpful. What, exactly. about, what about number four?
1: Number four is to learn the community. Learn the community. Uh, when when we moved, um, again, to Lexington, uh, I, I, we, you and I were just talking about Off-Air, the Leadership Lexington Program, which mm-hmm. is just a monthly program you go through, kind of like a, a school, if you will, of learning the community. I was voted in on a Sunday for the church Monday was the deadline to be in Leadership Lexington. I submitted my application. I already had it ready to go. <laughs> submitted it Monday morning and, um, and, and was blessed to get into the class. One of the best ways that I did learn the community and, and built those relationship. But, you know, uh, we, uh, we volunteered at the Visitor's Center. Uh, shortly after we got there, we would sign up once, once or twice a month. We were learning the community ourselves. but what a better way to learn it. Um, we, well, Here's a fun one. I went on a mission to find the best burger in town, you know, so we'd eat at a different restaurant trying to find the best burger. And, and, and I posted that journey on Facebook, and, and that, again, endeared me to the community, and people would give me suggestions. Um, we had people who lived in Lexington for years who would call us for recommendations of restaurants, <laughs> you know, because we were exploring the city. Yeah, uh, Made it a point not to use my map. Uh, on on my phone uh, at first just because I wanted to learn the back roads and the, where the people live and that sort of thing. So sure. learn the community. You're trying to reach the community. The more you know about the community, the better able you are to learn to, to reach them.
0: What's the, what's the best burger in Lexington?
1: Well, I think, well, this is a matter of opinion, obviously, <laughs> but I would say I there was a Sawyer's downtown, and I think they're closed right now. But Charlie Brown's is mm-hmm. is my my favorite. Uh, that Charlie Brown, he's a clown, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's a, it's a uh, legendary old place yeah. there. And I, I'll mention them sometimes, and somebody will say, well, "I haven't been there in years." It's across the street from Bourbon and Toulouse, oh, yeah. that you just mentioned. Yeah, uh, some good
0: jambalaya there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was as you were talking about that. Which once again, it's intentionality, getting to know your your community. Uh, you're talking about driving without a map. Uh, before I was in Nashville, we moved to Chattanooga, mm. and uh, I was a student pastor. And I wanted to, I wanted to learn the community. Sure. I, Chattanooga is a cool place, so I started driving Uber. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I, I remember you telling me that one day. That's awesome. <laughs> I was, it was week two of me living there, and I'd pick people up, and people are like, "Oh, you lived here for a while?" I was like, "No, I'm just trying to learn the, <laughs> the roads and get used to." it. And you but, did use a map for that, oh, because you didn't want to yeah, get, I, I get I could, them lost. Yeah, it would have been bad, bad reviews, but. And there is something just to be out and about mm. and to, to see the feel of right. this area and that right. area. You you will see the needs. You will learn about the people who live in That's this right. area and how to serve them. So I really love uh, learning the community and just getting to know those yeah. around you. Yeah. What about number five?
1: Build a community network. Build your own community network. Um, you, you never know when you're going to need it. So as you're, uh, you know, we talked earlier about getting to know key leaders. As you're doing that... Just kind of uh, help yourself, you know, ask the question, hey, could I reach out to you if I need help with something like, you know, if I need connections or whatever? Um, you know, the the city leaders that I met in, in, in Lexington were in, I mean, were so helpful to me in connecting me different um, places. They would open doors for me. So build your own network. Uh, And I think we do a good job of that in the church. A lot of times we know the leaders to go to and that sort of thing. We don't necessarily think, okay, well, I need a network in the community Mm -hmm. so that when uh, I'll I'll never forget, we were pastoring a a church and and uh, we had a massive flood. Uh, We were in Middleton, Tennessee, it flooded here in Nashville as well at the time. And the the uh, the mayor reached out to me and said, could you organize a team? And be our volunteer support for to to for cleanup, and thankfully we had a um, uh, t-shirt printer in our church. A guy had a business printing t-shirts, and so I called him and could we partner together on this? Could you get us some t-shirts by by Sunday? I mean by Saturday, and um, uh, and he did. So we had the city listed and our church listed wow. on the back of our shirts and sent you know, hundreds of people out into the community that day.
0: All because of relationship. That's that right. You built in the past. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's very helpful. Building your community network. What about number six? Serve
1: somewhere in the community besides your church serve somewhere in the community besides your church. I think it's critical in community building, but it's also the right thing to do. We ask, uh, as pastors, we ask people to serve in our organization, in yeah. the church, When they're doing lots of other things, you know, they're working, uh, their kids are volunteering. I mean, they're volunteering for their kids' organizations at school and ball games and all that sort of stuff. And yet we're asking them to come into the church and serve. Let's go into the community and serve somewhere. And, you know, uh, that could be coaching a Little League game, uh, a team. It could be um, serving on a board. I've always served on on several boards. uh, um, But it, it... It could be uh, secular, it could be a Christian organization, but serve somewhere in the community. I mentioned earlier, Cheryl and I volunteered at the Visitor Center, and we met a ton of people that way, Um, and uh, uh, yeah, but serve somewhere in the community. You will model for your church that you want them to be active in the community. One thing that I love to do is, uh, or love to have happen, is for somebody at the Red Cross, to call me and say, we need some volunteers uh, to just to work the guest desk or whatever. Well, we have seniors in the church that are loving looking for things to do. You know, it's a great fit for them or the hospital that uses volunteers. We are a pool of people. Yep. And so if we can plug our people into the community, they have more of a chance to reach the community we're, we're, we're trying to reach. And so I want to model that and lead and, uh, lead the church in that.
0: Yeah, and you're you're setting that perception of saying, "Hey, this is this is a church that's here for the city and caring for them and loving them." That's exactly and, right. And you know, that's number seven. You said lead your church to be community builders. Anything else you want to say on that?
1: Uh, well, that yeah, that was number seven. Lead the church to be community builders. No, I, I think it's it, it it is modeled for them. Uh, it won't happen by accident. So you're going to have to be intentional about it. if you want to be a community minded church you are going to be intentional about it. Um, it it because the work of the church will absorb our calendars. There's no doubt about that. But recognizing the importance of being out in the community is cr- critically important. And as I said at the beginning,
0: I think it's more important now than ever before. And you were saying, hey, you have to model it for your church as you lead them. That's right. So you can't just tell them to do it if you're not doing it yourself. That's right. Well, Ron, thank you so much for walking us through these seven ways to be a community builder. And uh, thank you for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you and your leadership. If it has, head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. And let us know what you enjoy about the podcast. Also, let us know if there's any topics you would like us to discuss on an episode. And then, Ron, also, you have ways that you would love to be able to help churches during the season, even past individual pastors. So share a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. uh, The easiest way would probably just head over to my blog, ronedmondson.com. At the top of that, you're going to see consulting and coaching. I've kind of described what I'm calling 5T leadership, and it'll tell you a little bit more about that. If I can help you, I'd
0: love to be a resource to your church. Awesome. Ron, thanks again, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from LifeWay, check out leadership.lifeway.com.